And welcome to That Horrorcast. I'm Mallory Smart. And I'm Dmitry Samarov. On today's episode, we'll be talking about Run. Run is a 2020 American psychological thriller starring Sarah Paulson as a secretive mother who has controlled her disabled daughter's life since birth. One day, her daughter Chloe stumbles upon one of her mother's secrets and begins to unravel the dark and twisted things her mother has done to keep her from ever leaving home. Hello? Hello, can you hear me? Yep, I can. Fucking A, no issues. <clears throat> Not yet. Yeah, you know us. It's always possible. Yep. This is perfect. This is like almost exactly when I was going to do the other podcast. Right. So the, And then this way you don't have to stress about your appointment and stuff. Yep. That means I could just make it on time and, you know, jot down all my troubles to my therapist and be like, hey, I got problems. Oh, so you, oh, you prepare, you pregame for your... For your therapy? <laughs> she asks me to, like, write notes down. Oh, and, like, you have homework, yeah. Yeah, just to be like, because I have a bad memory, mm. uh, or else I think I do, but apparently I remember a lot more than I think I do, according to people who've read my book. <laughs> <laughs> but, but you could have, yeah. you know, this can work in your favor, maybe, like, during the weekend. You can forget all your problems and realize there's no problems at all. That's the thing that happens is um, yeah. for the first like couple months of therapy, she'd be like, how was your week? And I was just like, I don't know. I think it was all right. Yeah. It, like yeah. every time. And she's was, like, really? I wasn't there. I was out of town for that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know. She's like, a single day? Not a problem? And I was like, I think I'm over all of them. I don't know. She's like, these seem like you really, you're good at coping mechanisms. You, you can come compartmentalize yeah uh, yeah i mean forgetting is a valuable tool people really under undervalue mm-hmm. like you forget stuff for a reason <laughs> but. It, it'll just come back to hit you like a couple years down the way and you're like wow i can't believe i forgot that yeah Wish but I you know that, and then you know the sting is gone it doesn't matter anymore so it's just like funny i don't know you know what the sting doesn't always go away sometimes it's just like stupid stuff like yeah. have you ever had okay i'm not gonna say have you ever had because everyone has like a really humiliating thing that happened to you like, of course years yeah. ago yeah and, and, you, it shouldn't and you keep you. and it still bothers you yeah so i i still have those so yeah. what's a what's one that can you can you share one uh, With the home audience? <laughs> <laughs> I, I've got quite a few. Oh, um, one that you're comfortable, like, you know, that you, uh, you can laugh about. Okay, I, I would say one. We were playing volleyball um, in gym class in high school. How old were you? High school, okay. Yeah, and someone spiked the ball. I went all the way up to the rafters, and I don't know why, in our infinite wisdom, we are like, someone's got to go get the ball instead of looking at the cart full of volleyballs. Mm-hmm. And everyone's like, Mallory's good at climbing. Go get the ball. Uh-huh. And I got the ball. And I threw it down. And I was like, yes, I'm a great fucking climber. Yeah. But I'm like a cat in this way that I totally... Oh, you, could, you couldn't go down. You couldn't go back down. I hung there the entire gym class. I was just like, uh, I'll catch you guys. I'm cheering you all on. Good luck. Wow. Do they have to call the fire department? No. My best friend, like, she kind of climbed up, and she's like, come on, I'll help you get down. And I was like, I don't want to. It wasn't until she finally, like, my friend Melissa got um, those mats that wrestlers use. Oh, yeah, yeah. And she's like, just do it. Just jump. Just do it. Yeah. 
was like, God damn it. And I, I'm still humiliated about that moment and so happy I don't know any of those people anymore. Right. So you're not going to the high school reunion where they all show up. You know, thanks to Facebook, it's one of the very few things I could thank Mark Zuckerberg for. We don't really have reunions. Oh, really? They don't have them at all? Uh, we didn't have one. Um, Strange. Interesting. The last generation I know that had one, I'm not going to say generation, but age range, I think my sister Megan went to one, and she's, if I'm 31, then she's 41. Okay. So. Oh, interesting. Well, that's cool. Thanks, Mark Zuckerberg. I mean, I would have. It would have never even occurred to me to answer any of those calls. <laughs> like, why the fuck would I want to relive the worst years of my life with people I hated? I know. You know like, why? No, why on God's that. green earth would I subject myself to that? The you only know? reason I would go <laughs> is to see, like, if the hype is true. If the people who had their golden years in high school really did fuck their lives. Yeah, they're up. fat and bald. Yeah. So what? I mean, like. But it's like, I can just go on Facebook now yeah. and see your failures. Yeah, right. But now I don't even that's what, maybe that, That's I, why I'm... Yeah. Actually, funny enough, that's very close to why... I was on Facebook for a total of two months in Only my whole life. Only two months? Congratulations. Yes. I ran away screaming because it was like a portal straight to hell. You could just tell. Mm-hmm. I was on there because, because I had an, an ex that was on there, so I went on there you know, to communicate with her Ooh. kind of thing you know, and spy on shit you know, on her page, like people do. Uh, but, yeah, very very quickly I realized that this is the place where all the people that you've cut out of your life are forgotten. They're all there to remind you and relive shit that you want to forget. Like, if, if those were actually my friends, they could fucking find me. I'm not, I'm not a hermit. I'm not the fucking Unabomber. Oh, you know, like I'm, I'm on, I'm very, I'm very easily findable. You know, I, I want to say like, I, I still have the Facebook. I don't know why I've never deactivated it. It's just cause I'm lazy, I guess. And I use yeah. messenger to communicate with a few friends, but yeah. the, you know, like that's a separate app on your phone. So I don't even have the Facebook app on my phone. I just have the messenger you have the one. Facebook, yeah, yeah. Messenger. Cause yes, I, it, I don't like being pulled into the trap, but one person did try to friend me a couple uh-huh. of years ago, and it's almost exactly like where it's like, oh, my God, why do you have to remind me of that? And it was this boy that I went to, like, grade school with. Uh-huh. And he's like, oh, my God, I can't believe I found you on Facebook. And I was like, whatever, I don't really remember you. He's like, you used to be terrified of thunderstorms. I remember that. Anytime yeah. a tornado mm. siren went off, you freaked out. And I said, like, thank you. Thanks, friend. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so happy I got to relive that one. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, there's a reason, like where we t- started, you know, there's a reason you forget certain things and certain people, but, you know, in Facebook and a lot of other sites, this shit just never goes away. I mean, this is why, you know, you have Riot Fest. <laughs> you know, this is why this fucking whole, like, nostalgia industrial complex, you know? Yep. It's so horrible. Uh, like... I can't even do Riot Fest anymore. It's always the same bands. Well, it's all, well, you know, there's only so many. And they all just are, they're all reforming. It's just like, you know, like you wanted to do that show about the sequels and the, and the franchises. It's the same mm-hmm. fucking thing. Because those are bands that maybe didn't get their due like the original time. And now there's m- money, you know, with younger people that maybe didn't catch them the first time. So there's like these fucking 60-year-olds that are dyeing their hair and, you know, squeezing into these like sausage casing, you know, leather pants. And it's, it's fucking horrible, you know? Like, I got to tell you. Like, like nobody needs to see that. 
<laughs> hanging out and like seriously <laughs> going to see Bikini Kill was one of my favorite concerts and everything. But the middle-aged women there, like it was a crowd of Karens. And I just want to be like, well, who the fuck do you think? Yeah, I mean, those are the original people. But I said, like, they want to how relive did you? Stuff. How are you a fan of like Bikini Kill? You change. Your priorities are different. Everybody changes. But, but it's why like, are you still going to see them, though? Are you trying to remember when you were a decent human being? Like, it's it's the indie it's the like indie outcast version of being the quarterback of the football team. You know, time, it's the same fucking thing. It is like <laughs> seriously. One time I was talking to someone about Joan Jett at a Joan Jett concert, and like this sixty year old woman turned around and she's like, "Don't ever fucking talk about Joan Jett. You don't know Joan Jett. She's not your era." And I was like, yeah. like "What the fuck?" Like, chill, lady. Miley Cyrus is bringing Joan Jett back, not me. That's 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 pathetic. I mean, the the sad. magic of music, the magic of art is that it's eternal. I mean, like, if it's good, the music, it doesn't matter how old those people are now, that music that they made will always be what it is, you know? The sad part is when they try to recreate it with their present selves, you know, like, that's not cool. And, I, you know, I'm fucking older, and I'm all for old people playing music, but don't fucking pre- go up there and pretend to be 20. You know, that's, that's just sad. <laughs> I always found it interesting. I don't know if it's weird. I'm sure there, as a writer, there are a fuck ton of like weird moments where you're like, wow, I can't believe I wrote that in the book or I said yeah. that. And I also wonder like with musicians, because they hit their like classic songs, but sometimes they'll be like really, really old. And as Joan Jett, as an example, she did not write I Love Rock and Roll, I think. I think yeah. that was, you know, I don't even remember what band. It's a cover, yeah. though. Yeah, yeah. But I think know. most of her famous songs are covers. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, she's a performer more than, like, like you know, Elvis never wrote a song. Yeah. You know, like. Well, Crimson and Clover is. Yeah, that's uh, a cover. That's Tommy definitely. Tommy and the Shandells or whatever. Yeah. And I think actually one of the members is her manager right now. Tommy James and the Shandells. Shandell. Yeah, Tommy right. James. Yeah. But I always wonder, like, if it's weird to, like, be, like, a... I'm, I'm not sure how old she is, like, 60s, maybe? Definitely 60s. And to I get mean, on stage. she was in The Runaways before she was Joan Jett. Yeah. You know, yeah, I mean, yeah, she's been around for a long time. But is it weird, as a 60-year-old person, to be getting on stage and talking about wanting to fuck a 17-year-old person? Well, she may want to. I mean, that... that some of that doesn't go away, but it's a, it's a, diff, it's a whole different ball of wax, you know? Like... <laughs> And people do that. That's fine. It wasn't. It's like, couldn't be more than 17. I think that's the lyric. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And every now and like, when I saw it at first, I saw um, her at Market Days. Mm. And that was actually a pretty good concert. But then I actually saw her, and it was the saddest, saddest thing. It was a casino concert. Uh, You've never been to one of those? I've never been to a casino concert, but I, yeah, I, I, I know there's a whole circuit. I mean, like... Bands like Hall, like Hall and Oates like live at those places, you know, like these bands that kind of reformed at at some point and keep going. You literally uh, see like people with like lawn chairs and you're like, yeah, wow. Do, do you know that uh, that magazine, the Illinois Entertainer? No, no, I'm, I'm talking about. It's given away free. You can find them in coffee shops sometimes. It's a big, like, and it's mostly just listings for suburban places like these. These weird uh, bars that ho- and theaters that host uh, either cover bands or like reunion bands. Yeah. It's been around forever, but there you can see every band that ever was with like the one remaining member, and they just keep touring. 
Like anybody you've ever heard of, this is like like minor league version of Riot Fest, and it's been going on for like 30 years. Uh, I can say, I can definitely say I've seen a lot of those kind of shows where it's like it's the remaining member or it's the member who definitely never mattered, but yeah, so all of, who's alive. Yeah, you can search through all of Chicagoland, and anytime you see like a bar and grill like with a stage, somebody from some band that had one hit in 1973 is playing there right now. You know, mm-hmm. well, it's early in the morning when we're recording this, but tonight, I, I guarantee fucking you, even through COVID, this is happening tonight, <laughs> like in whatever, like Lagrange or in you know Schaumburg or hey, in. People are living their lives again. Doesn't matter. Yeah, we're pretending yeah, and, COVID didn't happen, just and, like and, Vietnam. Yeah, re- reliving their high school years, like yeah, squeezing themselves into into outfits they have no business being in. Oh my you god. You know, like tarting themselves up and going out there and, and like, you know, kind of squinting and hoping and pretending that they're 18 or whatever their ideal age was. I fucking hated being 18. I hated being 20. I hated, I hated, being, I hated being 25. You know, like, yeah, it 23 felt it also, like the good yeah. year for me. Oh, okay. Like, I feel like I hit my, like, peak good-lookingness oh. at that age. And then from there, I just got really depressed with life again. <laughs> it's been downhill since 23 after that sometimes i say 25 to make myself feel a little bit better but high school was shit but like sometimes i look back and i'm like oh maybe i had some good friends like we had some times yeah but then i have to be like but those are just like the good times majority yeah. of the times they're assholes we were all assholes mm-hmm. but i was socially awkward like you know as yeah. i said i got stuck in the rafters because i was a scared little shit <laughs> i have tripped upstairs not down on and broken my glasses like it is not a fun experience so so now now, uh your challenge now is to find a creative segue into talking about this movie run that you chose for some reason (laughs) (laughs) okay first before we do i'd like to let you know (laughs) i have been asked now if you are a uh conscientious conscience i can't say words today fuck it if you're just an objector to social media and technology or if you're a luddite i'm not a luddite i'm on the internet all the time i know that's what i was thinking too i was like i I, pick and choose yeah i I, you can you can ask whoever it is that that's uh, you know asking the or tell whoever is uh Asking these questions, like, I did seven fucking years on Twitter. I was going to be like, like, he has a podcast of his own. I have a podcast. I have a newsletter I send out every week. You know, you're uh, just not a social media guy. Yeah, I I just think it doesn't do any good, and it it creates all kinds of thoughts and expectations that are bad for you, Mm -hmm. bad for me, and it creates envy, creates all kinds of bad feelings, and... I'm completely not convinced that the uh, promotional or whatever uh, money, you know, part of it is worth it. A lot of times it feels like you're just shouting into the void. Yeah, you're pissing into the wind a lot of the time, and you keep repeating yourself, and it feels gross. See, now that's an expression only a guy could use. A girl Uh, could never do that. Hey, we just, hey. That's our segue, I think. No, but in, in our last movie, in Raw, there was a, there was a scene we, we talked about the other time. It didn't seem like... It, there was almost like a stumble more. Well, well the, you know, Justine didn't, didn't master it, but the older... What's, what was the older oh, sister's name? Amy? or No, I forget her name. Whatever. She, she had it down pretty good. 
Yeah, I, I almost <laughs> have it down pretty good. <laughs> like, I'm getting better, but no. No, no, you know, yeah. I Girls mean, it, don't have to do that shit as much. It takes more, yeah, it takes more internal, like, muscles and control and stuff, you know, like to It's a to balancing act, yeah. more than anything. <laughs> like, if you were a catcher in softball, then yeah. you could probably do this. Right. But, uh, see, it takes strong legs, and there <laughs> is our segue. <laughs> Bam. Yeah, right, right. <laughs> and you're a 31-year-old woman making a dad, dad joke. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> I actually originally was studying to be uh, a teacher at one point, and I seriously was like, I would be the best teacher with teacher jokes. <laughs> like you, You'd have all the corny jokes lined up. <laughs> uh, I, I would totally be there. And I would be so willing to go into segues. I would just be like, fuck it. I'm not here for a curriculum. I'm just here to talk. Yeah. I'll give you the answers to the test. Learn on your own. Were you going to teach like a school school or or college? I went through a few different periods of my life. I was going to at first do high school. And then I remembered that high schoolers are little assholes as we discussed. Oh, yeah. They're fucking monsters. Yeah. Because they don't want to be there. But with college, they, want, and they they're neither have to be, and yeah. they choose to be. Some so, of them. <laughs> yeah, some of them. It depends. Like, you have to, like, I think, uh, pay in your dues, like, however many years you're at the school, and then, like, you're able to, like, start selecting the courses you want to do. Sure, yeah. Whereas, like, if you teach, like, a one-on-one course or something, then it's like, yeah, you got the dickhead who doesn't really want to be here. Yeah. But, yeah. So Legs. some ver- some version of you is going to be Zoe Clark with the PhD and stuff, right? M- maybe it was a possibility <laughs> in my life. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it really was. I actually have a professor who still messages me, and they're like, yeah. "Hey, do you still want to pursue this? I'll, I'll put in a good word for you." And I was gonna be like, I, "It made me miserable." Yeah. Like I don't know the bureaucracy of it all. Like I can't imagine going through the whole PhD process. Oh yeah. I started to begin. I did the whole fellowship and everything, and. I, I don't know if you've ever done shit like that, but there's just so many checks and balances. And no, I I, I went to I I did one semester of grad school for painting and dropped out. E- exactly, uh, it's a pain in the ass, right? No, no, I just realized I didn't want to be. I was done with school. I didn't want to be. I didn't want to contribute to the problem. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is in 1994, and I I really seriously questioned like the way higher education was run here. I I still do. I, I think, think we it's need a, to figure th- out what college is for. I don't think everyone needs to be going like how we keep pushing. Far, everyone. far fewer. It, all it does is 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 puts a whole generations in debt for no fucking reason. And it's uh, like I don't know. Those people I don't, don't even fucking like. like reading books. Why are they in school? You know, like why? I don't like John Mulaney, but like there is this one thing. He yeah, said. no, he, he's fucking creepy. I don't understand <laughs> John Mulaney at all. Uh, I know people love him, but one hundred forty thousand dollars to be told to read a Jane Austen book, and he didn't. Yeah, right. No, he's right. Uh, yeah, that's an easy joke, you know. It but is an easy joke, but yeah, <laughs> most of his jokes are easy. I, I actually, yeah, uh, a friend of mine who's a she's a flamenco dancer. Her daughter is applying to art school now. Uh, and uh, I don't I, know I, why anyone does that. No, but I, I went uh, and she asked me to go and help her with her uh, entrance essay and stuff. So we sat around. She was actually the, uh, Sophie. She was a student of mine. I gave her art lessons when she was like ten. She's great. She's really good at painting. But mm-hmm. uh, I sort of asked her like, "You gotta, 
I really urged her not to go where her mom and I went, which is SAIC. Like, like especially now, SAIC costs like $70,000 a year. God damn. It's a fucking art school. It's not even like it's, you don't get a well-rounded education. Uh, and then why? Why? I, I don't understand. I don't, I don't either. It's just, God damn. Especially, yeah, for stuff like art, I, I'm fairly convinced that, you know, the way you do that is you, you become an apprentice or you take, you find somebody, you know, and, and study with them independently. Say, yeah. Like, practice, it's not, practice, practice. And, yeah. yeah. And also, this is the douchiest thing I'll ever say. I don't think you can teach talent. No, 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 but you can't teach somebody to be an artist. What you can teach is technique and you can teach them to look at what's good you know and like to point them in the to the past for examples for mm-hmm. people to imitate you know because that's how you learn look you know? how many people like say you and i probably interact in the lit world community how quick is it to notice that like oh you're an mfa writer yeah like you just immediately are like ah you're all about technique i vibe that i see it immediately yeah, uh, yeah. There's there's writers uh, who have been taught like, or they you know they've read enough books that they can imitate a style, or they know like story arcs, they know technical stuff, but they have nothing to say. You still have to have a story, you know. Uh, <laughs> whereas there's there's writers that have no fucking technique at all, but they have a, a compelling story to say, and you look past the the awkwardness, you know, <laughs> because because it's worthwhile because they actually have something to share. Yeah. And if we were to do a story that doesn't really need to be told, let's go to the movie run. Yeah. It's another good segue. See? Yeah. So how, uh, yeah, I have a, I mean, it's really my one question about this movie. Why did I pick it? Exactly. (laughs) Um, (laughs) See, you're educated. You could, you could have guessed that question coming a mile away. (laughs) Also, our previous message when you're like, I, I think we'll have enough time. Where I was like, oh, oh yeah, Dimitri didn't like it. <laughs> I was like, he has very little to say about this movie. I was very let down by the movie, too, but I'm a huge Sarah Paulson fan. Okay. And it was my belief that it being October or spooky season, as everyone on Twitter has been calling it, that we should do a couple extra episodes and just like this and then the Scream one yeah. that we should do some name-worthy ones that people got really into. And for some reason, people got really into Run. And oh, really? Somebody liked this movie? Apparently a shit ton of people did. <laughs> and I was shocked. Like, we were excited for it, my boyfriend and I, because as I said, I love Sarah Paulson. She's yeah. fantastic in a few of the seasons of American Horror Story. Mm-hmm. A couple of those just suck ass. But... I don't, I don't know. I, I don't get the true fear. I mean, I understand the kind of idea of, like, your mother controlling your life. Like, I, I messaged it to my nieces. I was like, watch this movie because I think mm-hmm. my sister is a toxic person and they need to yeah. get the fuck away from her. But <laughs> other than that, like, I, I didn't feel any fear. I The whole time I just always predicted everything that was going to happen. Yeah, so this is the, yeah, you remember I, I sent you that list of, like, 30-plus movies that we might be Oh, I'm into all of them. Might the talk about in the future. But I made that whole list while this movie was on. <laughs> I mean, and you know what? And I don't feel bad about it because every time I would look up or listen, there was a thing that I'd either seen in another movie or was totally predictable and I didn't care. 
Like, I didn't care about the mother. I didn't care about the daughter. Uh, I, like, like to, yes, she's being held hostage. I don't know why or, like, why I should care. Uh, you know, like... I really think, like, it's <laughs> supposed to be that, like, fear of, like, the helicopter parent. The one who Maybe. never wants to let you go. And, yeah, like, you know, the explanation is, like, she was sad her baby died, so she kidnapped another baby and held it hostage and made it believe it was sick and couldn't walk. I like how you keep calling the girl it. Yeah, whatever. Like, <laughs> well, like, it didn't have any personality, so it's an it. And I, why, I, why did it wake up one day and realize it was all, like, it was being held hostage? What happened with the, the whole childhood before? Like, why, I, why that moment? among other, all others, you know? I'm going to say that. I saw some <coughs> pictures where it looked like, you know, like when she was looking through stuff that it looks like she was standing with her mother. I was like, did you repress that? Like, did you forget that you well, once no, walked? She, did, she had that one, rebel, like, that eureka moment where, like, she was digging through those photographs and she found one of her, like, standing up and yeah. was, like, realized, oh, I'm not really crippled. But like, wait, was that before or after discovering that the pills were meant to paralyze her? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I told you, I was only half paying attention because I didn't care. <laughs> and I think, I, I think that's what we need to talk about, especially because I, I feel like there are so many horror movies that are being made just for the sake of them being made. Sure. I mean, and like I watched Halloween this weekend, and I like you didn't like, like you didn't like it, right? Okay, one, I got in there 10 minutes late, so I have poor context as to how it began mm-hmm. because, you know, it's You think the first 10 to... minutes were, were the key, the, that was the thing that was missing? <laughs> Who the fuck knows? Maybe that's what was missing. Um, I didn't see anyone else cheering or particularly excited after uh-huh. walking out, so I'm assuming that everyone else was like, what the fuck was that? Yeah. So... No, I, I mean, really, it was pretty boring as hell, and it feels just like kind of how, like, the 2018, I was really excited for that one back in 2018, the Halloween movie. I love how that was the last. Segued. That was the one before? Yeah. I liked it because it felt like almost a finale to the uh-huh. entire series, and to find out that they're going to keep it going. Yeah. Like, just really pissed me off. And it goes into this kind of Sarah Paulson thing, and I don't like critiquing her too much. But I think, seriously, she's just looking for horror movies to be in now. Oh, she's in that one? She's in the... Not that, but she's in, like, a lot of other ones. Like, she's turning into, like, the new Scream Queen or whatever you want to call them. So she's like the Jamie Lee Curtis or whatever, like... Jamie Lee Curtis wasn't a Scream Queen for that long. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, God. That guy's horrible. And, uh... He's, like, one of the worst directors. The director of this movie, uh, his name is Anise... Chiganti, and this is only his second movie he ever did, and I never heard of the other one. It's called Searching, and really, it was only like a year before, so obviously, he was inexperienced. Um, No, but these are like, it's kind of like the Marvel Universe. They plug in these people because they're just caretakers. It's It's a property. It's a franchise. It's, you know, there's all this, these other products and stuff that they sell, so the director is not really like a director, like the way we think of like The Shining or something, you know, True. like that's, it's not that kind of director. Not know? anymore. No. no. 
<laughs> but I thought it was worth because I, I thought people might like a name worthy movie, and I, I want to kind of discuss it with you because I feel like it's kind of being like a build up to our scream talk because I know you're going to be asking DT Robbins and I about this a lot. Why the fuck do people like this movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm trying to just decipher, like, what is the psychology here? Why did it get so popular? Were we just bored during the pandemic and that just came on? We're like, content, yay. We're, we're back to talking about Run. I yeah. Assume. Yeah. I already forgot. Run is so forgettable, like, I don't even, like, it's got a name that you instantly forget. There's nothing memorable about this movie. No. Uh, yeah, I guess content, yeah, it's which is, you know, fill, like sausage filling. Uh, like, there's this vacuum that needs to be filled and we've we've, you know shown every other Halloween movie and every other Nightmare on Elm Street. So we're going to put like a, a quote-unquote new thing in there. But And it's nice that Sarah Paulson gets a paycheck, I guess. That's good. But I say, she has enough money, I think, for... Okay, you can't really say that about millionaires. They never feel like they have enough, but... <laughs> no, I, I well, that's the thing enough. about people and money is the more you have, the more you spend. So, like, yeah, you can, you can spend a million dollars... You know, like, no problem if you have it. You yeah, know what I mean? <laughs> that is so true. So, you know, instead of buying, like, a, a budget car, you buy, like, three Rolls Royces or something, you know, or and a Lamborghini, and then all your money's gone. <laughs> I would say, um, have you seen the movie Bird Box? No, I missed that one. Uh, I don't like movies where, like, where there's all this buzz and what people talk about thing like uh, okay. it's like a, gi- it. a gimmick of some kind you know yeah. I didn't like the way people talked about it and made me not want to see it that's <laughs> the same thing I was going to say with run I was going to compare it um <clears throat> it too was a movie that was released straight to a streaming platform that was Netflix yeah. also it heavily said that Sarah Paulson was in it I have no issues saying in Bird Box she dies within five minutes so she's not a star of that yeah. movie. It's a Sandra Bullock film. Yeah, so Sandra Bullock is the star of Bird Box, right? Okay, yeah. I knew that. But again, like it was another, like it was so hyped up on social media for like, yeah. I want to say like 72 hours. Like, and I mean like hyped the fuck up. Okay, this is one thing I will say about that I, I definitely had a feeling watching this movie is that this movie was not made to be shown in movie theaters. This movie no. was made to be shown at home. Where where you could stop it and go warm up your pizza or whatever and get another drink. Oh, I don't even think you need to stop it. No, no, you could, you could walk out of the room. You wouldn't miss anything. And it's yeah, so it's a thing to have on like wallpaper, like moving wallpaper while while you're checking, you know, Facebook for for your high school reunion or whatever. <laughs> I'll be honest with you right here. I mean, I was I was starting to watch it again, you know, to prepare for this yeah. podcast, and uh, I, I just stopped. You realize you don't have to. I know. <laughs> I was just like, yeah, I know the story. I remember it the did, story. You know, occasionally while I wasn't, when I took breaks from making my epic list of our future movies, uh, I, I was trying to think of other movies that had, you know, scenes from this movie that were better. Mm-hmm. And one of them was actually... Uh, my my friend John, who directed Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer, which we're going to talk about soon, his last movie that he directed is called The Harvest. Mm-hmm. And it's from, I think it was like 2013. stars Michael Shannon. Ooh, I like him. It's a, yeah, it's a Chicago guy. Uh, really? Oh, yeah. Yeah, he was in Chicago theater before he made it in movies. 
Shouts yeah. out. Dig it. Yeah. Yeah. I had dinner with him once. Strange guy to be in a room with. Someone's but, name dropping. You know. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't have that many names, but. I can, yeah. You got a few. A couple. Yeah. Uh, no, but he made this movie called The Harvest, and in it, it's him. It's it's Michael Shannon and Samantha Morton. Do you know who Samantha Morton is? She's a great actor. Great, great actress familiar. from England. If you tell me the movies, I'll probably know her. She was in uh, that that AI movie, the where they're like floating in those pools. Like, is it artificial intelligence? Like one of those Spielberg ones, or the the future? Uh, is it Under the Skin? Or no, or maybe Minority Report. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She's the. Uh, she's blonde. Uh, she's been been in a bunch of stuff. Yeah, she's, she's like, like a serious an actress. Oracle kind of thing that can see the yes, future. Yes, yeah, her. Uh, so it's this couple, and they have this kid that's really sickly, and they they live kind of like in this creepy house, mm-hmm. and they're like, they're uh, keep trying to find organs to operate on this kid to keep it alive, mm-hmm. and yeah, if you find out there's this other kid in the basement that is the donor kid that they have like stashed and they're like harvesting the other kids organs to keep their kid alive see i think that's a trope i've seen in tv shows too yeah but like there's all this stuff in this run movie and but like without any of the stakes or the motivation like i never understood why aside from her grief over losing the baby which is kind of yeah i understand that but it's vague and it's not specific i think the theory is some people are just fucked up yeah, she's fucked up, but, like, I didn't buy her as a monster, really. You know what I mean? It's because she's used to being the victim, I think, as an actor. Yeah, she's not always the victim. Sometimes she's powerful, but I just didn't buy her. Like, you, you, when you pitch this one, you compared her to Misery. And, like, in that movie, there's a clear thing. There's an act, like, you understand why the it's things are happening. It's a poor man's misery. Very, very poor. Like a, <laughs> like a fucking beggar's, like... <laughs> This is like the guy who sleeps on the sidewalk and shit himself version of misery. Exactly. <laughs> <You know? laughs> I feel so like bad talking shit about a Sarah Paulson movie because I love that woman so much. But... No, it's fine. But like, this also not, uh, like a millionth example of how an actor does not make a movie. And it's you not know, just like... that. Like, I feel like she did the best she could with what she had. That's why I always keep trying to say. To no, no, the performances were fine. Like Pat- the Panson with Twilight. But yeah, you're mm. right. But the material, I, I don't know. No, it's just like, yeah, the French director Robert Bresson said he used to call actors models. They're models. Like, they are. F- a- as models are to a painter, you know, in a painting. Well, they're, they're there to, you know, to sort of be like a, co- a color or a, to decorate or enhance a story that was thought of beforehand, you know, and mm-hmm. conceived beforehand. They're not, they're not the creators of of this art, you know what I mean? And sometimes they do a good job at really, like, portraying that. And yeah, they can sure they drag do down a movie. Straight drop. Yeah. yeah, you just never know, but sometimes it, it is an actor doing a really great job, but with shit material. Yeah, and then there's, yeah, there's performances, like, I don't know if you've ever had this experience, where, like, you just feel like the one actor is in a different movie than the ones that they're playing with. Oh, yeah. And you like, like, depending on whether you like the movie, if you like the movie, then that's distracting. If you don't like the movie, then they're the only thing that you like. Like, you just pay attention to them. Mm-hmm. 
Like there's this movie for me, very clearly, there's this movie called Michael Clayton. I've seen that. I hate that movie except for Tilda Swinton. <laughs> Tilda Swinton is this weird, like sweat, sweaty lawyer. But when Tilda Swinton comes on, she's so intense and she's so weird. And she's doing her own thing. She's in a different movie than, than uh, George, uh, what's his face? You know, like the, the rest of the people. I think some actors have the ability to carry a film that's terrible. And I think she's one of them. Well, yeah, and she comes from experimental theater. Like, she comes from performance art and stuff, you know? Oh, yeah. So she's like her own her own kind of zip code, <laughs> Tilda Swinton. But uh, in that movie, like, I hate that movie, but I love, like, she comes on and it's a whole other thing. It's a whole other universe. But in this movie, unfortunately, Sarah Paulson was not able to do that. I feel like she's not a big enough actress and... Um... <clears throat> She's a very gifted actress, but even she didn't have the strength to carry this movie on her back. Like, yeah, you damn. see, you know, like like the great gigantic actor, you know, like Marlon Brando or something. Marlon Brando is always interesting to look at, even in really bad movies. Mm. You know, <laughs> like because it's just a fat. He's just like a fascinating being. You know, I love like, it when you see like great actors in shitty movies because you're like, no, well, you still pulled it off. Good for you. Orson Welles was on, in all kinds of garbage. Oh, yeah. he had to be because he was broke. You I know, have like... been changing my opinion on Citizen Kane. Oh, no. What, what happened? I, <laughs> well, I think you kind of like really talking me into checking it out and everything. And I, I've been giving it more tries. I watched it a few more times. And I'm giving it. I don't dislike it, but I don't love it. I mean, it's, it's actually some of the stuff that it goes into has a lot of relevance now to like about these people with a, a ton of privilege and living in in, a, in their own delusions, you know. I was going to say thematic. And running a feel. Yeah, yeah, running a media company, you know, like this is, you know, he you know, it's based obviously it's based on on Hearst, William Randolph Hearst, but you know, it, you could fast forward it to to Rupert Murdoch, to any of these other fuckers that run these companies or to Mark Zuckerberg. Oh god. Yeah, there are these people that create their own reality, you know, and they can afford to. And then you see what happens. <laughs> it's just sad yeah. that they could. Yeah. Well, this is, you know, this is the story of human history of kings and every, you know. So why uh, do you think that people what? liked Run? Was it really just the social media hype, or do you think we were bored? I've, well, you've you got to do, do some kind of field research and find one of these freaks and, and ask them. <laughs> What the fuck their problem is. I mean, are people that bored? They just need something like moving, flickering images. You know, you can, you can just watch a candle burn. I know. That would be more exciting than watching this fucking thing. I could have gone, I, I have gone on TikTok for two hours and watched teenagers do weird dances. No, I know. But, and you, you know, it. like you got this movie list for me. Like I, I put in links to Wikipedia to every one of those titles. I really like, like so, the list. Yeah. It took some time and it took some research, you know, like in. You know, to do that, I, I just, I, uh, I put in, uh, in a search box, like, top 100 favorite movies, and I went through, like, seven or eight lists, mm -hmm. just random ones, and there's so many repeats. Like, most of them are, like, they choose all the same shit, but, you know, up around, down around the edges, around 75 or number 100 or whatever, I'll find ones that, like, remind me, oh, yeah, that was great. We should, I want to watch that again, you know? But I could do all that and half pay attention to this movie, and I don't feel I missed anything. 
There was no... I never felt like the daughter was in danger ever because we knew that the mother wanted her where she was at all times. Whereas in, like, say, as I said, it was like a poor man's misery. We knew he was very likely going to die in the end, and he needed to get the fuck out. Whereas she... Worst thing that was going to happen is she was just going to stay how how she was. Yeah, and yeah, the yeah the Sarah Paulson character. I I didn't really feel the menace really like like I didn't feel like the way that Kathy Bates you know like was like a force of evil you know like I love how she was like <laughs> Mister Man in Misery. I turned on Misery actually yeah. after not finishing Run. So I guess the good thing about Run is that it'll inspire you to go see much, much better movies, of which there are obviously, like, almost every movie, I think, is and better than this movie. <laughs> if social media got you intrigued to watch this movie and you decided, oh, so that Sarah Paulson chick is intriguing, so watch aside, shit. Aside from, like, whatever, like, social media monkey was running the Hulu account, like, who else was pushing this fucking movie on people? Really, it was just like it was showing up on my algorithm on Twitter a lot yeah. of like what was trending, and there were also a lot of like TikToks. I'll, I've I've admitted I go on TikTok just because I'm bored at times, and no, everyone kept no. making like memes or whatever yeah. jokes there are on it, and that it was the same thing with Bird Box where people kept trying to like kind of like redo scenes or like mm-hmm. say how much they hated certain characters and kind of do their own like parody of it. So it made me think it was going to be like, oh, a strong enough film where it's like, ah, if everyone's talking about it, I need to see it. It was a huge letdown. (sighs) Like the entire time I was like, because I kept thinking something big eventually was going to happen. And that never happened. Nope. Nope. I waited like, how long is the runtime of this movie? Uh, it's it's seven hours and thirty minutes. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> it's it's like. it, it's it's the length of like if you were an out of shape person running a marathon. That's how long this movie takes to watch. But yeah, <laughs> apparently it was ninety minutes, uh, eighty nine specifically. I, I I think they lied to us. I think Hulu is uh, is pioneering technology that bends time that makes an hour and a half seem like seven hours. How did they do it? I don't know, but I spent that entire time waiting for that moment where I was going to be like, all right, here's where the action's about to begin. Uh-huh. And not. I think the only time I felt that kind of like alarm was when she realized, oh, shit, the pills are switched. But it's like, we already knew. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of, yeah, a lot of really sloppy kind of, uh, whoever wrote this fucking screenplay should be taken out back, you know, and done some, you know, whatever. They should definitely be it's fired. But written by the same guy that directed it. <laughs> okay. Sorry, buddy. I don't know your name because I didn't look, but... Uh, yeah, Anish I, Chiganti. Oh, yeah. Anish. Sorry. Anish, time to go, time to go back to screenplay school. Uh, <laughs> because, like, this girl who's supposed to be this brilliant valedictorian genius kid can't fucking manage to find any information anywhere. Like, and she, she can't jerry-rig some kind of, like, internet connection all this time. Like, it, it she's supposed to be set in the present, you know? No. Uh, I don't believe this character at all. Like, this the, just the girl. Yeah. I looked up the medicine, and it would not totally paralyze you. Oh, yeah, the, the, the dog tranquilizer or whatever the like, fuck. Like, it would numb the fuck out of your legs, but, yeah. like, you'd, you'd have mobility. 
Yeah. And this, I'm just shocked that she never felt that. I don't know. Yeah, it's like the ver- it's like pretend like this this movie is like if you pretended if you wanted to be a doctor but instead of going to med school and doing all those years and getting your your degree, you just went on on WebMD, you know, and cribbed a bunch of information and oh, just I was gonna say, regurgitated just watch Grey's it. Anatomy. Yeah, or yeah, or whatever like and you called yourself a doctor, this is like the movie version of that, you know? <laughs> like, you can't take shortcuts in, in, in storytelling. You just can't. You know, that you might actually you know. be the best way to describe it. I feel like this movie was one huge shortcut. Yeah. To an ending that felt like it had no relief. Yeah, it's, it's not really a run or even a sprint. It's just like you took a couple of steps and you pretended you're... You know, like people that, like, you run a marathon and then you get your friend to drive you, like, and then drop you off, like, a, you know, 100 yards from the finish line. <laughs> it's just, like, the only way I feel like there's any, like, you, there needs to be stakes yeah. in a movie. And there it never felt like there ever was anything. Because no, and ends, she would just maybe do something to cripple her daughter just a little bit more. Like, if you showed me a picture of that girl, like a, a photo, a headshot, I would not recognize her. No. She's completely, completely generic. You could put in any girl that was like, you know, going on 20 or so, however old she was, and I would not recognize her because she had no personality and she had no, there was nothing distinctive about her at all. How is it that she also, she, she never seemed to notice, she was some genius, but she never noticed, like, the male issues and how odd it was. She wasn't even getting rejection letters from, like, colleges and just, yeah. just all well, of like, it. Well, yeah, I think I mentioned it earlier, like, or why... to the internet, yeah. Like, why, no, but why at this point in her life, uh, like, d- did her whole childhood up to, like, senior year of high school, that was just perfect? I don't believe that. Like, you know, it was just the first time where she was like, this isn't my name on the bottle. Like, yeah. then, that, that's all it took? Yeah, it, it was all just random, and you can't have that. Like, it doesn't have to be real-world logic, but it, inside of, like, it has to have an internal, like, dream kind of logic for the movie to work. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you watch something like Eraserhead, and, you know, most of that shit is totally made up, but you don't question any of it because inside that movie, it's 100% real, you mm-hmm. know? Like, when you're in that movie, you believe all of it. And here, you don't believe anything, although it's all plausible. Like, it all could have happened, but not really. Hey, fuck, <laughs> it could be happening as we speak. And I'd feel bad for any kid that is in a toxic relationship with a parent. But I feel like that, that is the message only. Like, oh, do yeah. you have a parent that's too clingy and is annoying the hell out of you? Get yeah, lots of, of lots of kids have shitty parents and parents that take advantage of them and get money or whatever by, like, their misery. Uh, I'm sure Anish, maybe, that maybe that was his story. Maybe he had a toxic mother. I don't know. His mom was Sarah Paulson. And her, her real baby, the real Anish died, and the, the Anish that directed the movie, who was, like, posing as a film director and isn't one, you or know, a screenwriter. I would be honored for Sarah Paulson <laughs> to be my mother, by the way. Even if she paralyzed me, I'd be like, you, you seem entertaining That's enough. what you, you should put that on the HorrorCast Twitter. Uh, <laughs> advertising, Sarah Paulson, will you be my mother? It, it, it's like a weird <laughs> signed, thing. Signed Mallory. <laughs> Any form of relationship, I think, would be cool with Sarah Paulson. She seems like a fun person to be around. <laughs> Like, I think we just, like, can blanketly say that. 
Yeah. But obviously not the girl because she never has been seen in anything else. I, I looked her up. I don't oh, even, yeah. even know. Kira Allen. That's her name. And so, she was not in anything. I would have loved to have seen the casting call for that. We, we need anonymous uh, teenage to young, young woman, teenager to young woman to play totally forgettable character. Is that you? Come on in. <laughs> they found her. Yeah, yeah. I will say, yeah, Anish succeeded in that. Found it's, somebody. You may as well. She may as well not have had like any features on her I face. Mean, yeah. He didn't even have like any style. There was nothing like no. stylistic to the film. Usually, no. It looked, tell, it looked like, like an after-school special. Actually, it made yes. me think of that. You know, like there's a like there's a moral lesson of some kind that we're supposed to be taught. Except I don't know what that is. I mean, because. The ending, she just fucking takes a revenge on her mother, and she's torment, has her comatose in a fucking uh, old folks' home or whatever, and she's feeding her drugs to as uh, revenge for her childhood. Way to take the moral high ground. I know. Good job. I got a more of a lifetime movie or movie yeah, of the yeah, week. Yeah, well, just, yeah, same deal. Like, yeah, yeah. After, yeah, in those movies, in those shows... It, it feels like they just turn on a video camera and then, you know, like the, the same way as the old daytime soaps were and things just kind of like people act, you know, they, they just learn their lines and they, they say their lines and then they go on to the next scene. Like, I don't even know if Sarah Paulson even liked this movie. This might have just been an easy payday for her. Sure. Why not? People need, you know, Sarah Paulson needs another summer home or whatever, you know, like. Maybe she was just like, hey, I, I really need a new car. Yep. Like, this pandemic has been boring me, too. Yeah, yeah I think, yeah, I probably mentioned this before. Yeah, I, I read about how Michael Caine used to take roles just as, like, a place for a vacation. He'd find out where the shoot was. I love that. And he'd just go there. It's the same way my dad, you know, who was a teach, uh, college professor for, like, 30 years. He would get invited to conferences in Europe and do his one day of spe- speech and then go hiking for, like, Two three months in the mountains. See, you know, that's you'd do that every summer. That's you know? very rad. I would do that. I'm interested in the psychology, though, of people because, like, you know me, I like really campy slasher films. They yeah. are very shitty. I will acknowledge a lot of them are pure shit. This is not a. Slasher but you have film. fun. Like, there's something about that. We'll we'll definitely address this in the scream episode. Yeah. That's a better venue for that, like why you like those kinds of movies. But, but this, this is had like nothing. A psychological thriller. But did you did you feel mind fucked at all? Because I no, sure as fucked it. No, in. no, because it was you know you knew every move of this movie about ten paces or a mile before. That's why I could go and search other movies on top hundred lists while the thing was on. I was gonna say it did not engage us psychologically, and I did not feel thrilled. No. <laughs> this thriller did not thrill. Zero stars. <laughs> I wish sometimes that is an option. To be like, I'm leaving my review. I am not giving this stars. No. Yeah. Yeah, I won't let you do zero stars. You have to have at least like a part, like on like most of these sites. Star. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I think you should just be able to write it's like I would do zero stars if it was possible. I'm sure there are assholes who do that. Yeah. But yeah, that's why I wanted to discuss this movie because Sarah Paulson, big name, and also it's a movie that I am hearing about again on social media. That's really like ask one of those people. Like, are you 
Are you personal friends with anybody no. on social media that is... It just is trending, is, hashtagging, oh, okay, yeah. showing up on the home screen when I go up on Hulu. And it's not just mine. I go on yeah. like um, my other people's accounts. I share, obviously, all my yeah. streaming sure. with yeah. other people. So it's not just like to me. It's just obviously Hulu's pushing it heavy and social media is pushing it heavy. Yeah, so... Yeah, to whoever this like uh, anonymous person that was a- asking if I was a Luddite, uh, I don't. One of the reasons I don't do social media is exactly this. I the don't, algorithm. Yeah, I don't need uh, like a, a machine or like a like a thing suggesting to me what I'm gonna like. I think I can figure it out, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't like things being pushed on me. Uh, and I don't like feeling manipulated very much, you know? And if I can control it a little bit, I realize that once you turn on the Internet, you know, you're being watched and tracked and all of it. There's no privacy. Uh, but, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg is planning our deaths right now. I know, yeah. Uh, but to when I realize something and I can make a choice, then I make a choice. That's why I don't do Google, I don't do Amazon, and I don't do fucking social media. So I'm, I'm not Ted Kaczynski, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> Although, uh, I can't, I, I, I hate saying it, but I mean, it's just like, do I say boyfriend, do I say fiance? I don't know, we haven't gotten used to the term yet. But Your main squeeze? Yeah. We watched a documentary about Ted Kaczynski, and he's like, I think I'd be friends with that yeah. guy. I know. And except I even for, thought about it, too. Except for, like, the, except for the mail bombs, too. yeah. He had some really good ideas. The only thing that um, <laughs> we disagreed on was his hatred of Ikea. And we were like, come on, you got to give Ikea a chance. But everything else, fuck it. Oh, I'm with him on Ikea. I think we've discussed <laughs> Ikea before. It, yeah. it, it really creeps me. That, that should be a setting of a horror movie, is Ikea, when they just keep changing the route. You know what I mean? You know how they it's try? Like it's designed to make you get lost so you look at more stuff. If you go enough times, you know how to get in and out faster. Sure. I don't go as much to buy shit, but you will see I do have a lot of IKEA shit. But that's because we're poor millennials, and they I, target I'm us. I'm right now looking at a, a yellow trash can uh, that I use in my studio in my living room here, and that came from when I was married. Me and my ex-wife went to IKEA, and that was one of the purchases. I still have it. See, I have a bookcase and a. Um, a lamp, yeah. It's very simple furniture, but the it's reason fine. we go there, and it's my favorite thing to do, is we just like people watching, and it's fucking hilarious to watch, like predicting what people are trying to do, yeah. why they're buying certain shit. That's all we do. We're not I love people watching much. too, but I don't like to do it in a dystopic, like, generic setting like Ikea. It could be interesting. I'd recommend trying it. Like, give it a go. Uh, it's You know what? It, I, it's the same feeling I get in an airport. It, I it, love it, airports. Oh, see? There you go. The, that, the funny thing is, so, so my ex-wife and I, who are now really good friends, but one of the times I knew we would not make it is she told me she loved airports. Oh, damn. Well, it's like, because you and I to her, can't get married, but we'll be good friends. No, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, no, but like to her, uh, an airport was this place of like boundless possibility. Like there's like all these places you could go and stuff. And to me, it was this like waiting room of hell. And, like it was this in-between purgatory place Once where people were to... uncomfortable and uh, 
you know, overpriced shitty food and oh, just, yeah. yeah, it's like a, and there's no exit kind of, it, that's how it feels like. And you have to get on planes, which I don't like either. <laughs> planes, it depends on the air, uh, what do you call it, airline? Airline? Yeah, it really depends on yeah. them. Most of them suck ass, I, like seriously, literally suck ass, I don't even know. What I'm, the deal is with I've got two trips coming up, and I'm planning to drive both of them. I'm actually pr- planning to drive to San Francisco. I've never done it, but I think I'm going to do it. Ooh, I've done a good drive to San Francisco twice. Yeah. I yeah. recommend it. I'm doing I, I have a. I have a bookstore thing in December. Ooh. I'm friends with a guy that runs a bookstore there. Which and one? I've, it's called the Green Arcade. Hmm. It's on Market Street. It's a pretty cool little bookstore. It's just an independent bookstore. Uh, I haven't been there since like 2011, so that's what? why I asked. 10, 15 years. I don't know. Uh, yeah, it, it's owned by an older guy. Uh, there's a lot of travel books in there and kind of indie, kind of a lot of pol- politics, lefty politics and stuff. You'd I like did. it. I think I yeah, would, yeah. I, I think you'd like it. Uh, it's it's kind of off a little bit off the beaten path. I don't, I don't know San Francisco neighborhoods very well, but it, I know it's on Market Street, which I is one of the main, find it's main streets. I think you fuck. Right now, like oh, no. all I've, tech bros. No, I've done a couple of events there over the last few years, you know. Uh, so I've and when I go there, I, I crash with my ex-wife because she lives there. Wow, uh, anyone who could afford to live there, good for well, them. Well, she's in te- She's she's a computer programmer. Yeah, they make good money. Yes. So what's yeah. the name of that bookstore again? I want to write it down. The Green Arcade. They have a website. You can look. Yeah. Ooh, and also, what's the name of that? Uh, Coffee shop, the owl one. Oh, Bad Owl. It's the Bad Owl. Bad Owl. I think they have a website, too. And I found out it's actually a, a small chain out of Las Vegas. Yeah, I remember that. I was uh, reading it because I wanted to tweet about it, and then I was like, oh, they only have a Vegas, like... But they have... A, yeah, you can look it up. Uh, they have a site for the one on uh, in Bridgeport. I love it when people introduce me to new coffee shops. Thank you for that, sir. Oh, anytime. You, we, you've been to yeah my I mean my favorite one is still Jackalope that my oh, neighborhood one that. that's that's my favorite coffee shop but uh, I used to go there when I was actually dating someone who lived in that neighborhood so mm. that's it's been a while but I in still the, like in the, it in the in the pre-built bullet years oh yeah of your life <laughs> oh yeah he, he's been my friend also like for two years before we started dating so. Ah. Not that he was like friend zoned. He hates the term friend zoned as well. It's hor- that's a it's a ho- horrible zone to be in. I've been in that zone with many many women. Yeah. <laughs> I've been banished to the friend zone. I'm sure I'm sure somebody's made a horror movie about that. The friend zone. I'd like to see a horror movie about that. I would say. No that- no no! But <laughs> I'm sure there probably already is. I mean, I'm sure on. there is. I'm sure there. It's like some, porn, it's, I think there's a horror movie about everything. It's some creepy, like, it's some gross thing, some, like, incel thing, you know, like, about some guy that doesn't deserve to be out of the, should be in the friends, he should be in the enemy zone, but, like, you know, but he's in the friend zone, he shouldn't even be anywhere near this woman, you know. But. I would say it should be a horror story, but I think it's every single, like, teenage girl story. I think we've right. all had that experience of, like, wow, this guy's really a good friend, but tries to get up a lot. Like friendly, overly friendly. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Uh, yeah, I don't. 
I hardly ever watch uh, shows anymore, but last night, I, I, I bartended last night, and I got home, and since I now have Hulu because of this stupid-ass run movie, uh, <laughs> I, I wanted to watch something silly, and uh, I turned on uh, Pen15. Do you ever see that, that show? No. It's so funny. It's, a, it's set in, it's in grade school or high school, but it's played by these two grown women mm-hmm. and their best friends. And it, it's, it's so funny. It's so weird. It's pen, fi- you know, so it's pen 15. Like if you write out pen 15, it says penis. Mm-hmm. So that's like, it's like a teenager joke, you know? <laughs> it, and it's just one, it, one embarrassing moment after another. Uh, it, that sounds just horrifying. I'd hate yeah. that. Yeah, you, you may love it or, or hate it. I don't know. We're still th- coming down from watching Squid Game from Netflix. Oh, is that any good? That Squid we Game thing? It. Yeah. And you know Talk what? about pushing like algorithm. Every fucking thing is pushing that show. They actually give a shout out to Henry Portrait of a Serial Killer. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's a very interesting series. Mini- I was going to say I thought oh, it was a, a series, series okay. but I think it's going to be a series series now. I don't know. Oh, now they're, well, yeah, now that it's a hit, they're going to make a thousand more and yeah, it's going to be like, you know, Halloween. They're going to make, they're going to drive into the ground. I won't until watch it sucks. any other seasons. This one was good, but, you know, I, I just hate it when they try and force new seasons onto shit, and you're like, you didn't need more. Like, why? Yeah, it's ve- it very rarely works. Even, like, great stuff like Twin Peaks. Twin they Peaks need one season for should that. have ended after one season. Like, yeah. they could have packed it all in. They did. <laughs> I mean, no, like no, it, they packed it in, and then they added a lot of weird shit and filler stuff for other episodes. Yeah, totally unnecessary. It's funny. Yeah, actually, when I was when I was making that list of future horror movies, I was I, I was thinking about putting a David Lynch on there, but I don't know if his movies are actually horror movies. I don't know if the, if they qualify. You know, it's interesting. I never really. I always call them more like surreal. Movies and kind of like audio visual. I mean, they're definitely they're definitely than, yeah. uh, kind of nightmare, but it's like this. It seems like a pleasant nightmare sometimes. Some of them. <laughs> some of them. Some of them are terrifying, but yeah. But yeah, for whatever reason, I don't consider them horror movies. No. But the, you know, like Eraserhead is just a, about the the horror of being a new parent. You mm-hmm. know, it's very clearly. You know, that's there's a there's a very easy central metaphor that anybody can figure out, you know, but, <laughs> but like when I go on HBO to go uh, like under the horror section, yeah, they put him in, he's in it. And every single time I'm like, that's a scary movie. Like I, I wouldn't but yeah, have put it in there. That's now. where you got to exercise some independent thinking because where they slot movies and categories on some of these fucking sites. I mean, I've seen things in comedy, like on Netflix that are not fucking comedy at all. Like, that's some lazy intern, like, not paying attention. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, there's some, like, there's movies where, like, people die of cancer and it's, like, in comedy. You know, like, no, that's not a comedy. You know? Or you have a sick fucking versa. person who wants to be fired. Yeah, somebody got baked and it's like, this is going to be funny. You know, like, like, I wouldn't mind having gonna, that job. Yeah, I know. You're going to freak out some suburban housewife or something and traumatize, <laughs> traumatize some person, you know, that just wants to unwind. And watch children's movie, funny. family yeah. movie. Yeah, children's movie. Yeah, you, you put in like you know Saw or something. Yeah. 
But yeah, I think to wrap this up, since <laughs> <laughs> I like that we just yeah we we've totally hated on run. I I didn't like it. That's fine. To Look, you it. know, like as as we've said many times, you know, this is the movie is just a jumping off point for a random ass meandering. Actually, I like tan- our, our tangent meandering fest. Yeah, is actually oh, yeah. launched us in this time. No, no, but like, there's no you know nobody needs to to like. I, uh, people do this. People have podcasts, do, like taking apart every scene and like oh, yeah, I've seen using that. a lot of jargon and uh, and and being nerds about like movie shit. But like, who cares? The movie's already made. You don't you don't need somebody that's watched it too closely, like make you hate it even more or whatever. I don't know. And if you would like to our general listeners podcasts like that, I can recommend them to you. Just DM me on Twitter. Right, There's some yeah. very good ones where people really analyze it and show it in a way that I would not have thought about it. Spe- but, yeah, speaking yeah. of your, you know, your, your fiancé, your worser half, whatever you're calling him these days, <laughs> uh, how, how's the production on that big, that big spanking new horror cast website coming along? Uh, he is uh, watching an Apple event right now, but then he's going to start working on it. I actually already figured out what I want to do with it, so... It should be ready in the next day or so. We just got very distracted over the last couple of days watching What's Squid a, Game, and then yeah. What What is an Apple event? Well, you know how <laughs> you aren't a huge tech person. He is obsessed with everything tech, yeah. and I don't know. I think it's like they reveal new products. Oh, or something. I see. Oh, I see. But yeah. like, I, I I've never understood it. It's been a ten year long relationship. I still don't understand. They take an hour long, and they do a whole like presentation. Oh yeah, so it's this very very slow motion strip tease kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, the reveal. Like, yeah, there's all these things like this reveal stuff, like that. I have so I have less than zero interest in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah, t- yeah, to to all the people that doubt my whatever engagement in technology, you can tell them that I actually just recently acquired an iPhone. You did? Oh, my God, because I took a picture when I was walking home of the Stranger Things kids, and I was going to send it to you. I was like, shit, no, 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 no but you can, you, No, you can't send it to me. You can email it to me. You know you can email straight from text. Okay, I'll do Just that. Just put, put in my email into, this, into the, where you put the number, and it'll, it'll work. What a uh, fucking Luddite, people. He, does not, he, he knows all this shit. I know. No, the reason I got it and I traded it for like our, I think our, maybe our biggest fan of our podcast, uh, he uh, subscribes to my newsletter and read where I was having difficulty at that printer's row processing credit cards mm-hmm. because I don't have a smartphone, so I can't run a square uh, uh, credit card thing. So I had to direct people to the website on their phone where they'd have to input all their credit card information. So mm-hmm. it's kind of a pain in the ass. Couldn't so, you have like partnered with whoever you were like at the table with? They were all well. They were all had their own presses, you know. So that would that would have been a pain in the ass. Yeah, logistically, like, I guess. Yeah, and yeah, I don't. I will. St- I I plan to do more of these events now. So that's one of the reasons I broke down and and got one. But like I I made a a portrait of a the writer Catherine Mansfield. For this person, and they sent me their old, unused uh, iPhone Seven. That that can, and I just all I did was put the Square app on there, and that's mm-hmm. all I'm going to do on it. It's going to sit in a drawer, otherwise. 
I'm not getting a phone plan or anything for it. It's just a cash register, you we, know? We could <laughs> send you that. We have every generation of iPhone in this house. We just... Why are you keeping them? Why don't you just sell them, like, on eBay or something? You ask the other half in this oh. relationship. <laughs> That's not your department, huh? <laughs> that, that, that one's not my department. We also have old... He's going to open a museum of... I, he's going to... Muse- a museum of uh, obsolete technology someday, isn't he? <laughs> he is. You know, you know how some people get like really torn up about shit? Like, uh-huh. we're like, wow, that really affected you and everything. Uh-huh. It was before we were dating, but I remember he was just destroyed when Steve Jobs died. And I was like, that is that was, a lot that, of strong emotion for somebody who did not know. That was his spiritual dad, huh? Yeah. That was his, wow. Man, to look up to that creep. Wow. I know what a douchebag. <laughs> and yet, and yet, you you're getting married. <laughs> I know it, it's we both have our oddities. I mean, yeah. we were talking about it the other day, where like at some point we were just like, "Is there anything I don't know about you?" I don't know mm-hmm. why we had that conversation, mm-hmm. and we went through it. And we we're like, "Nope, we know all the bad shit." Okay, mm. we're good. You'll find more bad shit. Don't worry. Oh, I'm I, sure I, there is. But I think, yeah. yeah. There's, there's always a skeleton somewhere. Always more bad shit. Yeah. And there's always future bad shit. Yeah. Yeah, I, you're not done you're not, not done doing bad shit. You've still got many, many years decades. I'm not <laughs> saying to fuck I'm everything a shady up. person, but No, but no, you're a fucking human being. Yeah. So you're gonna do shitty things. That's what we do. <laughs> exactly. Oh my god, my favorite thing is to talk shit about him sometimes when he's just in the other room. Uh, yeah, but you you know you can just tell from the tone you do it with love. So yeah, like, you know it's that's different. It's different than talking shit behind somebody's back and then you know. no, I <laughs> I really don't talk shit about people. I really I think I always this might be from my run experience. I sometimes feel like I have toxic parents, but yeah. maybe I just rationalize it where I always kind of feel like someone's just coming from some place. Oh, yeah. And I always rationalize their behavior, even if it's the douchiest behavior. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> I know. That, that is my flaw. I, so, I if you woke up, so if you woke up one day with paralyzed legs and realized you weren't paralyzed, you'd forgive Sarah Paulson somehow? You, w- you wouldn't, ma- you wouldn't put Sarah her in... You wouldn't put her in a home and, like, put her into a coma and tell her stories where she wasn't able to react like at the end of this stupid ass movie. I definitely wouldn't do the revenge part. <laughs> Not the so revenge part. You don't have that. You don't have the vengeful part. So even if Belette does something horrible, you wouldn't do something, you know, in return. No, it's one of those things people say that, God, it sounds funny. Cause I, <laughs> I like to make fun of people. I could be a very overly judgy person, but just from a humorous standpoint. But when it comes to empathy, apparently I am like, I'm an empath. That's what yeah. Gen Z calls me. Right. When they then also talk about my like Gemini rising and my moon and uh, Virgo or whatever. I'm an empath. So I'm right. good to people. I relate to them. Yeah, they're really into all that fantasy crystal shit, huh? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think they wanted that one chick to win the presidency. You remember that really, like, hippie chick in the, like, first primaries? The one that was, like, the dark forces and crystals and basically, like, Gwyneth Paltrow. Was that, like, Megan something? I don't even or no. know. There were so many of them. There were, like, 20 people running. And what it a was fucking, the one person who won. A clown car of, like, goofballs. <laughs> they were also entertaining. 
Kind of, yeah. I, I just wish it was just a TV show, but like, you know, yeah, we, we saw what happened the last time a TV show guy won a presidency. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah, you think people are learning their lesson, but yeah, we're clearly slow learners here. I was really <laughs> into the, definitely very into the primary this yeah. year. I, I just liked just kind of tweeting about it and laughing about it. It just seemed, as you said, a clown car. It was just fucking hilarious. Although there are so much, so many stakes there, but yeah, there is real. That's yeah. That's why I could, yeah. Among, among all my other weird uh, technology choices, is like you know I don't ever watch TV, like broadcast TV of any kind. So, in in you know during the last president's tenure, I maybe saw him like a moving image of him like five times. For a second or two, I I would not consume anything where those people like appeared, you know. See, I'm happy that he's out of office mainly just because I don't have to doom scroll anymore. That yeah. was like I did every morning on Twitter, be like, "What the fuck did this moron do today?" Yeah. But you know, Biden kind of keeps his shit a little bit more quiet. But I'm sure he he seems like a moron to me too. But not as much of a moron. But yeah, not gonna get too into politics. Yeah. No, no, that gets really that gets depressing, and the stakes are high, and it it's probably as badly politics are as badly written as this movie was, but <laughs> but like it, it actually matters. Whereas this movie, you and I will both forget this movie, you know, like after you turn this recording off. Mm-hmm. But uh, unfortunately, these fucking monsters on in politics will not go away so easily. See, our, our <laughs> lives are the horror movie. Yeah, there you go. And that comes to the whole meta thing, maybe. Ooh. I'm just reaching at and, this yeah, point. <laughs> yeah, and this, this is the, the cliffhanger for yeah the, the show that we'll post after this, which will be the Scream Spooktacular. Oh, no. <laughs> We're going to do Henry, Portrait of a Serial Killer, next, and then Scream. I was thinking that we would do... Oh. I was gonna post a screen oh, right. yeah. on Halloween. Yeah, we're just recording. We're just recording the episode early because that's when our DT guests... Robbins is able to. Right. Okay. Yeah, I got it mixed. It, it's so. It's so many. We've accelerated the schedule so much that I'm all confused now. It's only like because of this month. Because I was like, you know what? Yeah. This is a horror movie podcast. We should just maybe do a few extra ones. Yeah. What God. a Spooktober, Ghoultober, whatever. Like whatever cheesy thing they. People have been marketeers call it call it a lot of random shit. Although I have seen a lot of people already jumping to Christmas, so whatever. Yeah, I think I think one of these days the marketers should get together and just switch the order of the holidays to to keep us guessing. Like you know, have Halloween and like in the spring or something, and make Christmas in the summer. I think just, you almost have to with global warming to this point. But yeah, yeah and it, so they can rotate the stock differently with all the shit that they sell. It would be great. They should just they should throw it all in into a, like a, a bag and pick out which holiday comes next. They all they're all the same to me. I don't celebrate any of them. So I'm <laughs> I'm a big celebrator just because um, it's just something new. Yeah, something new to do. That's what I'm for. So are you big? Are you a big Christmas fan? No. But I am no? a Halloween fan. Okay. For Christmas, I just like the food. Yeah. Is, is it that terrible that, like, sometimes I'll just go to a party and be like, hey, I just hear they have good food? <laughs> yeah, 
Yeah, you, you check first online to see what the ratings for the food reviews were before you go to the party. Like, if my brother is ever hosting a party, I uh, immediately am just like, I am strictly there out of obligation because he gets most of his food from Costco. Oh. Uh, who who, who like does that. the good food? Who's the relative with the good food? I have an aunt who makes everything from scratch, and if she oh, throws no. a party, I'm there, but I will not be going to a party with her right now because she is an anti-vaxxer, I've discovered. Oh, so, Jesus. Oh, Lord Jesus, yeah. I know her uh, daughter is a nurse, and I'm just like, wow, that didn't even sway you. Well, if, yeah, they really want to meet Jesus sooner, which is fine, except that they have, they're dragging the rest of us who didn't sign up for it with them. That's the problem. And that's why yeah. I'm not going to Christmas Eve with them this year. <laughs> that sucks. You're going to be, you're, you're being deprived of the good homemade food. I know. I need to find someone else to feed me. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's not very Christian of her. Jeez. I was so excited, by <laughs> the way. I was going to go to my first adult housewarming party the other day. Oh, yeah. What I, happened? We were even considering messaging you because I was just like, he probably has plans. It's a Saturday night. Okay. My plan was because every housewarming party I've ever been to mm-hmm. has been just like a chill, like kickback, mingling, yeah. just drinking thing. Yeah. We were going to show up fashionably late because I hate being the first person yeah. to show up to anything. And also don't want to be the last person. I just want to yeah. be able to like come and go. Yeah. We missed the party. Oh, it was, it was strictly scheduled? Like it was just... Yeah. Um, uh, so you just time, showed, you showed up there and it was over? It was slowly winding down. Uh, to be fair, our fashionably late was an hour. That's... The- so and this is your friend bought a house in Pilsen, you said? Yeah, I have a question about How the estate. fuck did they afford Pil- Pilsen's expensive? Is it? Now, yeah. I wasn't oh, sure. Oh, yeah, Pil- they, Pilsen's fancy. They yeah. just came into money. They just got inheritance okay. of yeah. $400,000. And I was like, who, yep. who goes to Pilsen? Like, are real estate prices going up there? Oh, yeah. Okay, then that's oh, yeah, a smart move. T- Pilsen is like Wicker Park like 15 years ago or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Good yeah. on them. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's full on. Like, it's actually, like, I've never been able to afford to live in Pilsen, but, uh, yeah, it's it's over for, like, <laughs> whatever, the artsy or whatever. Like, there's been, like, a million anti-gentrification things in Pilsen over, you know, for the last decade or so, and it's all futile, you know, as it always is. I always, <laughs> I kind of thought that Pilsen was going to fight the good fight for a lot longer. I didn't think it no. was going to fall before, like, East Humboldt Park. No, no, but, like, but they've been working on Pilsen for 20 years. You know, yeah. like, it's been going a long time. It's a slow burn, you know, <laughs> but, I, you know, uh, it's, it's never so simple. I mean, I know lots of people, uh, you know, uh, like regulars at, at my bar, who grew up there, whose parents like waited and waited and they happily sold their house for a lot of money. And they're, they're totally for the gentrifications. Like, fuck it. You know, like we, we, we lived through this, like when there was gang warfare open, you know, like shooting and shit all over the place. Uh, and we're, we're happy to finally cash in, you know? Mm-hmm. So it's not so simple, you know? Definitely complex. And, wow, you I know, feel like this plays in more into the Candyman. Yeah, well, <laughs> no, these, yeah, these are all, yeah, like when Candyman has, like, had real stakes and a real social issue, whereas Run had nothing, but, uh, I don't even want to know, like, what, what are we going to title on the, this, like, what are we going to call this title? Keep, uh, that, that's your department, that's your part of this, of our corporation here. <laughs> Run sucked. <laughs> 
That, that's literally, I don't know, that's all I can think of. No, don't run. Walk <laughs> away. Walk, don't run. <laughs> yeah.